Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn Miles is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of Autumn Miles Ministries and the author of Appointed and I Am Rahab. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God, coupled with raw faith. Now, here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey guys, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. Oh my goodness. Happy New Year. Happy New Year 2019. We are coming at ya. I've got to say, I um I took almost a month off. <laughs> Cuz well not totally off cuz you can when you when you're you can't take it totally off. Um but December we just kind of man, sat back, hung out with my kids, went to Disney, um rested, sat down. <laughs> That's a new one. Uh it was it was absolutely exactly what I needed and I feel refreshed, ready to go, ready to start this new year. You, I know I have a lot of energy, but rested autumn is can be scary. Dan, Dan, are you scared a little bit? Yeah, he's he's scared. He's terrified. Um, you know, rested autumn when autumn has rest. <laughs> it's so crazy. Every guest that we have on the show, I'll be like, hey, and they're like, wow, you like coffee. And I'm like, no, actually, that's just how I naturally am. Um, but I am so ready to go with uh, with your 2019. Happy New Year to you. I have a word for you guys this week. Fresh radio coming at you. We had to take a little bit of a hiatus because Mama was writing her third book and it will actually be releasing in July. That one almost killed me, y'all. That one almost killed me. That was rough. That was hard. But you know what? Um, It's good to be challenged. I want my capacity to grow. And so I was pressed, crushed, crying. Uh, but you know, I, I really believe that God spoke through the book. So um, we are back. We have lots of amazing guests coming at you. And, um, you know, just thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading the podcast, y'all. Podcasters, all my podcasters out there. And I know that you're out there. Um, write a review for us, would ya? I mean, if it's good. <laughs> Just kidding, but I'm not really. Uh, no, I'm. I, uh, I, I. We we need some reviews on our podcast. I know you guys download. I know you guys have subscribed. Um, would you would you do us a little favor this year? You know, while you're in line at Chipotle and there's like 54 people in line, can you just pull up the podcast and write write a little review of of what you think? That would really really help us out. We're gonna focus a little bit more um on that piece of our ministry this year because it is just reaching you guys and we really appreciate it. So Lord bless your word today in the name of Jesus. Amen. So I um I I don't want to take you totally back to Christmas, but I'm kind of going to take you back to Christmas today, okay? This this will be an evergreen show. However, um as I studied through um, the Christmas story this year, um, I, I, it's so funny how we celebrate on Christmas and we talk about the shepherds on Christmas and we talk about the wise men on Christmas, but none of that happened, um, until after Jesus was born. So really, uh, there were several steps of faith that Mary and Joseph had to make, but then everything else kind of happened after Jesus was born. So we're going to talk about that in the next couple of days, but I want to highlight 
the superstar besides Jesus of the Christmas story, which is Mary today. Um, this 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 whole I feel like there is a global sense of dryness, of despair, of depression almost. Um that is sort of blanketing the earth and and even the church. Now, this is not, of course, in every church or, in, you know, I'm not going to, you know, generalize everything. However, the more and more people that I talk to, especially coming out of 2018, they're like, oh, my goodness, I'm glad that was over. Um, all this stuff happened in 2018. And, you know, um, I had challenges, too. My brother was in a, there, were, there was a lot of different things that happened. My brother was in a horrific accident that almost took his life. Um, and we had several other things that that have happened along the way. However, um, we have to look at some of these instances that have happened and uh, look at them through the eyes of hope. You know, if we have Jesus, we have hope. And um, I'm so thankful that the Christmas story gives us a lens to look through in 2019 where there is hope attached to it. OK, so. This is kind of going to be the overarching theme of the whole year, hope. I'm really big on hope. I'm really big on um, on faith. I talk about it a lot. But this is for you who kind of feels that way. Or maybe you feel unseen, unnoticed, um, passed by, picked over. My daughter was talking to me the other day and she was like, she's on, she's amazing at volleyball, but she was on this uh, new volleyball team. She doesn't know anybody brand new. And um, she said, mom, there, there's an odd number of them. And mom, when we paired up for teams, um, I didn't have anyone. And I'm like, girl, (laughs) that's not just a middle school problem. Like we all want to be seen. We all want to be chosen. Um, we all want that thing, but this, this one is for you. You're looking at your past. You're looking at your present. You're looking at your 2018. You're looking at the fact that maybe you have a shiny new divorce certificate. Um, maybe you, you, you have a a big fat foreclosure notice on the door. Um, this, this is for you who just kind of feel down. Like God doesn't see he's, he's not aware. Um, where is he? I want you to know that you are seen and you are still a weapon for the gospel of Jesus Christ. No matter where you are, no matter your circumstances, don't let that darkness, that depression, that um, circumstance that is real and does come with pressure. I'm not downplaying that. Don't let Satan draft a narrative in your mind. That would uh, that you would disqualify yourself for use for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I want us to start unlearning some of these talk tracks that we have in our mind this year. I want I want you to look at exactly where you are. Who who you got in the car? Are you a single mom? Do you have three kids? Is it is it difficult right now? Um, do you not have any connections? Do you not have any uh, 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 money? Um, Where are you? What are you? That is who God wants to use. And that is who he chooses. He qualifies us based on his qualifications, which is the heart. It's so it's so crazy. You know, some of these people that I I meet and um, that have gone through horrific uh, uh, circumstances and have come through are some of the most incredible people 
faith-filled people I have ever met in my life. Their circumstances didn't disqualify them for use for the kingdom. Rather, it did the opposite. It qualified them to do something great for the name of the Lord. And that's what I want uh, you, if, if that's you today, I want you to zero in on this. Our God never qualifies people based on the world standards. And that is just so freeing, isn't it? You don't have to be married. Hello, you single girls that reach out to me 24-7. When my Boaz coming? I don't know. You don't need Boaz in order for God to use you, okay? He can and he will. Of course, married people use this all the time. But if you're single, God wants to use exactly who you are and where where you are. Your circumstances don't hold you back. Your heart is how God qualifies you. I want, I want to read this. Um, Luke 1, 26, and it is going to be the Christmas story. And yes, I do know it's the new year, but we're going to do it anyway. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin, a virgin. There's our first factor that she would not be picked by the world to bear the Christ child. She hadn't even had relations in the biblical sense yet. Engaged. She was not married. She was super single. Now, I know what everybody says. Betrothal in biblical times is just almost exactly like being married. But guess what? It is not marriage. It is not marriage. She was a virgin. World would have disqualified her. World wouldn't have even looked at her. She was engaged. World wouldn't have even looked at her. To a man whose name was Joseph of the descendants of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. Another thing about this, if you study, of course, you know, um, good, good Bible believing uh, people will uh, learn that she was also young. She was young. Teenager, probably. Um a lot of the world would have disqualified her from caring and bringing forth the son of God, the king of kings, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the prince of peace. They would have looked at her and said, you're a kid. What do you know? Lots of things the world would have disqualified her from. And coming in, the angel said to her, greetings, favored one. Right there, we know that God was looking way past the fact that she was a virgin she was single, betrothed, but not married, engaged to a man, and yet she was favored. She was chosen. She was picked. What would have been a liability to the, the, um, the religious leaders of that day, God saw as an asset. That's good. That's for someone out there today. Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was very perplexed. I love this. At this statement, it kept pondering what kind of a salutation this was. What you doing here, angel? What's going on here? What's what, what, what are we doing? And the angel said to her, don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor. Guess what? The fact that you're a virgin doesn't uh, doesn't disqualify you from carrying a child. The fact that you're engaged 
uh, alone and not married does not disqualify you from carrying the Christ child. The fact that you have no money, probably, uh, and and um, and and aren't a queen does not disqualify you from carrying the Christ child. You have found favor with God. Anyway, I don't know about you, but I need to hear sometimes that it's not what I what my, the package that I come in that finds favor with God. He's looking at something much greater than what the world looks like. That has been one of my um, uh, my biggest uh, sources of gratitude when it comes to the Lord. He doesn't need you to perform. He doesn't need you to say something catchy. He doesn't need you to be married and have 2.5 kids. He doesn't need you to hold the title of pastor. He looks at you through your package to your heart and he chooses you based on that. So free. I'm so thankful for that. And behold, the angel said, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son and you shall name him Jesus and he will be great. Yes. And he will be called the son of the most high. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and his reign over the house of Jacob. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom will have no end, no end. Y'all, the church is not on the decline. The church is uprising. It is not going to end because the word of God said it won't. It will have no end. Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I'm a virgin? And I kind of want to hone in on this question that she asked the angel now. Now, God comes in and he chooses her. And I've, I've, you know, I'm trying to beat that that point to death here um, based on her heart. But even Mary looks at the angel and questions God's choice in her based on the fact that she's a virgin. How can this be? She even looks at herself and kind of looking around the room like, God, are, 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 uh, uh, Gabriel, are you, are you choosing me? H- how? How can this be? And how many of us have this filter? We, we think that, that God uh, uh, chooses and picks based on the world's uh, filter and requirements. And he doesn't. Even Mary was drinking the Kool-Aid. How in the world am I going to do this? Gabriel, I'm a virgin. She was even looking at the package that she came in and thinking, what? How can this be? I want us to unlearn some of these qualities that we sometimes will interpret them as God's qualities, but they're actually religion's qualities that are needed to be useful. They're society's qualities that are needed to be useful. I want, I want you just to kind of look at your life. And a lot of you guys are doing great things for the Lord. That's great. But I'm not talking to those that are already roaring and going. I'm talking to the one who has something that they want to do, but they feel so shackled by the package that they come in. That's who I'm talking with today. And maybe you have asked the Lord this one thing, how can this be? I don't see it. 
I don't see it happening. I don't see it as a possibility. Why? Almost. You didn't say why, but I'm adding what we, what I put in. I'll, I'll use myself. What I put in. Why would you want me to do this for you? Don't you know? Don't you know that here I am, in, in Mary's case, a virgin? We have to clean up our minds and know the truth and separate the truth of the Lord from society's requirements for use and religion's requirements for use. The angel answered. I love that the angel is like, oh, no, you didn't. And said to her, the Holy Spirit. He didn't, he didn't even, he, 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 he just explained. Um, the angel answered immediately and said to her, he didn't even have a conversation with her, really. He was like, this is what's up. This is what's going to happen. Okay. Um, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. For this reason, the Holy Child will be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth, who was barren, by the way, has also conceived a son in her old age. And she who was called barren is now in her sixth month. And this is it, y'all. This is the verse on everyone's Instagram on Christmas. This is the verse. But have you internalized Luke 137 for nothing? No single status, no poor, lack of money, lack of resources, lack of connection, no lack of education, no uh, lack of age or wisdom will hinder you from the plans of God. Luke, Luke 137 said this, for nothing will be impossible with God. I want to just hone in on that. I feel like we kind of say that verse all the time, but you realize nothing, 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 not one thing is impossible with God. Nothing. Those Marys out there that are looking at their circumstances, not impossible. It's probable. It's not impossible. You're not disqualified. You're chosen when God asks it of you. Nothing will be impossible. And what you need to do is shift your eyes from the package that you come in, shift them to the God of the universe that has looked down on you and said, that's who I'm choosing. I know it's going to look weird to her because she doesn't have a supernatural view of what I want. She doesn't know everything that I know. She's going to question it. And I'm just going to tell her nothing is impossible. And yes, I've chosen you. Mary said, Behold, the bond slave of the Lord, 
may it be done according to your word. And the angel departed from her. That's why she was chosen, you guys. That's why she was chosen. There's this huge, beautiful dialogue in Luke 1. And the very last verse in uh, 38 tells us exactly why she was chosen. Because God knew that even though she was engaged, she was a virgin, she was likely poor and young, her response would be, Behold, the bond slave of the Lord. Behold, the bond slave of the Lord. That's why Mary was chosen. Isn't it interesting that it takes a young girl whose circumstances look crazy for God to use her, for for um, her to basically school everyone and says, you know what? It does look crazy. I know it sounds crazy, but behold, I am your bond slave and whatever you want to do with my life, whatever it's going to look like, whatever the, the perception, the poisonous perception is going to be from the outside looking in, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks about the fact that I am just engaged. Um, It doesn't matter if the whole world thinks that I am a a prostitute of sorts because no one really was in her bed knowing that she was a complete. It doesn't matter what the world thinks. It doesn't matter um, what even Joseph thinks. The the man that I'm going to marry, what matters is that you have chosen me despite my package. I am going to step up to the plate and I'm going to say yes Whatever you want to do with me, that is what I will be okay with. We need people that are that 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 you're listening to the sound of my voice, and I know you're out there that will look at their circumstances and say, you know what? No more is this going to be an excuse. No more is this going to be a reason for me to disqualify myself for use. No more am I going to say, well, I'm single. Well, I'm young. Well, I don't got no money. Well, this. Well, that. All of that stuff Satan is using as weapons against you to keep you from where God wants to take you. And you have given those things power long enough. So today I am declaring over your life a sense of freedom for you to look down and for you to understand exactly what God wants to do with you, exactly where he wants to take you. And I want you to say yes, just like Mary did. What would the world actually be? If we all canceled the intimidating threat of our circumstances and believed the word of the Lord and said, no matter what, no matter what it looks like, I'm going to step in to this calling. Mary had the privilege. I mean, it's like privilege isn't even the word for it. The honor, the like honor isn't even the word for it. Like what is I don't even know what the word word is for. The position, because of her yes, that she got to experience when she didn't look at her circumstances, she looked at the call. We honor her. She got to see Jesus born out of her body. She got to feed him oatmeal. She got to watch and care for him when he was sick. 
She got to put little band-aids on his knees. She, she got to see something that no other woman got to see because she decided, I'm not going to let the questions and my, the package that I come in stop me from what God wants to do with me. And you know what? I think that so many of us, y'all, are looking around at who we are and we're disqualifying ourselves. And God isn't disqualifying. He's saying, once you look past those things that you think are hindering you and you trust me, then you will see one of the greatest things that I have already pre-planned and pre prepared for you. Let 2019, you guys, be that special year where you surrender everything, your mind, the talk track, your circumstances, the perception of, God forbid, what other people think. This is... Silence those things in your mind and you step in to the miraculous, abundant walk with Jesus. Let's do it this year. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I love you guys so much. I'm obsessed with you. New shows every week for a while. Thank you for joining me today. I will be back here tomorrow with a new show on The Autumn Mile Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Mile Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn Miles' book, Appointed. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for The Autumn Mile Show on The Word 100.7 FM.